guys welcome back welcome back i wanted to share my story with you and i also want to share my truth for so long i have been so quiet um about what it is that i have been experiencing now i did speak up about it um several months ago and for the most part i've really really tried to move on with my life but for the past three or so years i have been stalked um and i the the more i try to move on with my life the more they follow me the more i try to walk away the more they run after me um i have said my piece spoken my truth and basically that was that and i had every intention on walking away um still continuously but still continuously this entire family has been plotting against me setting me up and paying people to tear me down i have done nothing to them um i have prayed for them i fasted for them I've even asked God to show mercy on them because one thing about it is I know that even in the midst of all of my troubles and all of my trials and the things that I go through, God still does not play about me. And I've seen it. And so that's kind of why I was just like, you know, you know, God, <coughs> excuse me, have, um, you know, mercy on them. You know, go into their hearts and whatever it is that's troubling them, then just help them. Help them know the real you and see the real you. Take every amount of evil that's in their hearts and their minds and in their souls out. Like, And I've tried to sit and think about like what could have happened to these people to make them that way, but it's not even for me to understand. It's not for me to try to figure out why a person thinks a particular way, why they act a particular way, why they do the things that they do. This is just how people are. Now, I'm going to share some harsh truths with you, and it has been um, hard for me to share. But currently, in this moment, and I may not release this episode um, just yet, but currently in this moment, I am homeless. I And it's not the fact that I fumbled a bag. It's not the fact that I have been irresponsible. No. You may say, how does an author, an entrepreneur, someone who uplifts someone, other people, you have your own this and you have your own that. How does that happen? Well, when you have a family that's wealthy with money who know people, things like this can happen. This family has been paying people to sabotage me. This family has been paying like people to get into my medical records. They have violated my HIPAA. They have been putting things on my medical records that are not true. They have been getting the jobs that I have had. They've had people on these jobs assigned to me to get information from me my address phone numbers information they want me to talk they want me to say particular things they have been recording things that i have been saying 
um, switching things up that I have been saying and presenting, presenting it as something that is false. One of the worst things, excuse me, one of the worst things is someone who is crazy. But what's even worse than that is someone or people who are crazy but also have money. These people hide behind Christianity, Christian organizations. They have contracts with um, big businesses, churches. They have they have a church. They preach the gospel. They call themselves ministers. You know, they have the, these different organizations, but they're also a part of a secret society. And they know that I know the truth. And because I know the truth, they want me gone. There have been white vans that have been following me around. I've seen them in Houston. Um, in Houston, I was heavily monitored. I was heavily watched. Everywhere that I would go, there would be the same white vans. There would be the same um, Caucasian man. Some of them have been Nigerian, but they've been paying people to take me out. They've been paying people to destroy me. They've been paying people to try to kidnap me because I have been speaking out about everything. And even in, even the times when I didn't speak out, they were still trying to do this to me. So I felt like it was necessary to speak my truth. And some of you may be like, oh my God, this story again. Y'all, I don't want to talk about it, but I have to because they're not even, they won't leave me alone. They refuse to. And I tell you, like, I've handled things ever so gracefully for the past three to four years. This female has known about me before I have even known about her. Same female married to my ex. We have been in separation for I don't know how long, but because she came across a picture of me from our prom, like you were not even thought of. Nobody even knew you. And she's harvested such resentment for me to the point that she has even looked me up. She's looked up my business, looked up my organization, looked up my address that outside my home. These people have um, these people have connections with law enforcement. They are within the law enforcement. These people are judges. I've seen some of them. One of the people that she sent to me um to befriend me her mom works in um the justice system sits on the panel and the same girl asked me to do her hair and i remember because she was doing a zoom call and i saw her but then months later when i had when i had been so desperately trying to get a protective order and it was time for my court appearance to get the protective order. That same female was on another Zoom call because it's COVID. You know, a lot of them are not doing things within the courtrooms. We're doing, you know, Zoom calls for it for safety measures and safety precautions. But that same female was on the panel for my court. Like, it's deep, y'all. It's deep. These people have literally been getting away with so many things. And when it comes to me, they can't figure out why won't she go away? 
why is and then the thing about it is they have this coven it's a secret society they have this coven where they've been doing black magic on me death spells all kinds of death rituals and stuff like that but it's not working on me and for the life of them they can't understand why so they're like okay you know what then we'll go and pay someone to take her out this same man has been following me for i don't know how long i came so close i was literally like feet away from this man i remember i was in a parking lot and as i was getting ready to move because i had to move abruptly and i'm going to get into that in a minute because i've always been financially stable there was a point in my life when when i was younger right after my um grandmother passed or whatever and even my family like did me wrong because there was things that were old to me they did not even tell me about i didn't have anywhere to go I, at the time i was living with my grandmother because she had temporary custody of me and everything like that because my mother was very, very abusive. And we're going to get into my mother and how this plays, how she plays into this too. But there was a time where I had been homeless when I was younger after my grandmother passed and nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. And a lot of them wonder why I don't even talk to my family, speak to my family. And this is why I told y'all in that documentary, like a lot of y'all would be like, oh, um, you know, reach out to your family or, you know, don't you have family or no, everybody doesn't have that. Everybody's um, life story or, you know, upbringing is not as peachy as the next person's life story appears to be you know but they have been paying they even paid my apartment complex there were cords um set up in my roof in my attic to listen to me because i'm such a private person i don't do and they can't it's just like they can't believe like she's not doing this they spread rumors about me saying that i'm this particular person and i'm that particular person but i don't do anything i'm a homebody i'm to myself i'm very very introverted and they can't get any information out of me so they put wires up in my attic in my apartment and I reached out to my apartment complex and I told them what I was hearing. It was like, oh, it just must be a squirrel. <laughs> Child, I'm not stupid. There was wires up there. And they would take them out every so often. And then, like, they would listen to me because I never came outside. I never went anywhere unless it was just necessary because I knew that these people were plotting on me. She had been sitting outside my home for several days. The man that she um, sent to rape me, he had been sitting out my side, would pop up at my home. I tried to get, y'all, I have made over 37 police reports. I still have a, a stack of cards right now with the um, safety clip, with the clip, a paper clip over it. I've made so many reports about this, but because they are involved in the justice system, a lot of it has been, you know, thrown out. They have these connections where they're able to do things like this. The actual criminals are not those on the street, but within the justice system. That's what people don't understand. And they feel like they have, because they have this type of pool, because they have this type of money, that basically they can get away with anything. They can do anything to anyone. 
and they hate the fact that I'm speaking my truth. But the thing about it is I've tried to move on peacefully. I have not said anything. I could have clapped back. Anybody, anybody would have been went off. Anybody would have even, you know, have retaliated, but I have not. And that's the thing. Like, I can understand if I was just someone who's ruthless or if I just fucked with people, but I don't. I walk away. I try to help people. Okay, you, you're doing this to me, whatever, you know, pray for you and go on. But they still want a reaction out of me. They're still doing anything. Yesterday, I received mail and it was open and it was regarding health information. They're going to the extreme. My phones have been tapped. My text messages have been read and tapped and stuff like that. Um, the female texts me. Um, she, she's been trying to get a reaction out of me for so long. She texts me out of blue, out of the blue from one of these fake numbers. They love to go and download this app that changes their number. And she texts me telling my Miss Jasmine, stop texting my man or whatever. But I don't talk to nobody. So what are you talking about? So that's what I'm saying. Like you reaching, you reaching, you don't have any evidence. And right now, like, I feel like they're going through, this is what it is. They're going through a divorce or something of that nature. She has nothing on me. All of the lies that she's been telling on me, she's unable to back them up. So her reaching out saying, oh, stop texting my man was an initiation or an attempt for me to say something off the grid or, you know, that's crazy that would make it look like I'm talking to him. Her going into my health records, trying to find stuff, was an attempt so that she can bring that into her courtroom and say, oh, she did this to me and this, that, and the other, but you can't. Baby, I've been celibate. Where would you get it from? I've been for the past years. I don't know how many, because I know like for five years I have been celibate. So where would you get anything from? You cannot, there's nothing. You can't find anything on me. So now they're falsifying evidence and falsifying documents and trying to build up cases on me to get me wrapped up in the justice system. Doing anything to keep me down. This family has even gone to the far extent to pay my mother to watch me. So let me tell you, before, while I was living in Houston, I was working and I was focused on my business. Like I have too much going for myself to even focus on any of this. So I was working and I was focused on my business, but come to find out the company that I was working for was in association to that family. So I had to abruptly quit the job. And then too, they were trying not to pay me. They didn't want to give me my money. I had to contact the lawyer and then I ended up getting my money. But that family was also in association to that job as well. This is what they do. They throw the rock and hide the hands. They do, they do things behind the scenes so they won't get caught. But God sits high and looks low. This is what they do. They get you involved with people that are also in association with them. The lawyers were in association with them. 
the cops were in association with them. The DA was paid off. One of the prosecutors um, was paid off. She ended up resigning, but she still worked from home. Like someone slipped up and told me everything. Like, come on. God always has a way of revealing certain things to me. Whether it's by word of mouth or it's a download that I get in my spirit. And if it's a download that I get in my spirit and I begin to question it, then he always backs it up with proof. And speaking of proof, I've had nothing but hardcore evidence. Something that I have not had to falsify. Because all everything that I have has been nothing but the truth. Stacks and stacks of truth. These people have nothing on me. And so they've been tapping my phone trying to find out, you know, find out things. But you, you still, you're not going to find anything because who I say I am is actually who I am. But I can't say the same for you. I don't have to wake up every morning and wear a facade. I don't wake up every morning um, upset. Even though the fact that I don't have my own home right now, I'm still ever so grateful. Homeless, but grateful. Because I still have my happy spirit. I still have joy within my heart. My situation right here, right now, may not be ideal. I've been backstabbed over and over for the past, since I was born. Okay? But for the past few years, I've been dealing with this. And I still have managed to maintain the goodness within my heart. And that's natural for a person who's truly like this. You don't, We don't have to wear a facade. We don't have to pretend like we're somebody that we're not. You know? We don't. We don't have to worry about the consequences. We don't have to worry about, you know, having nightmares and all this type of stuff when we sleep at night. Because our conscience is clear. And the reason why they've done all this, they're like, okay, we'll send this person to to rob her, to rape her. To destroy her confidence so that she won't be able to carry out her plans and purposes that God has. Okay, so go and destroy her. Take her work. This person, like, they took my work and submitted it to Netflix. A por- portions from my book. They want my destiny. My destiny. They've been trying to slow me down. They've been trying to stop me. They don't like seeing me in the public eye. They don't want me to be successful. These people have been coming after my um, my license, CBHT. These people have been trying. They don't want me to have anything. They want me depleted. They want me gone. But God says no because my purpose here is greater. I have something to do. And you're not going to stop that. God will stop you before you try to stop a chosen one. You're not chosen. Your destiny is to be cursed. Yet the curse is trying to curse the chosen ones. Make it make sense. So none of this is working. You can try to take everything from me, but I'm still going to deliver this message. Or whatever God has me to do, I'm still going to do it. Even in the rough times where things are not ideal, I'm still going to do what it is that God has called me to do. And I'm still going to do my best to do it so gracefully. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect because one of these days I might turn up and y'all will be shocked. But honestly, people, you know, like this had it coming. 
And I've tried to handle things so gracefully. I've been peaceful. I walked away. I made the reports that I need to make. I've tried to do that even gracefully. But, you know, people in with authority, they have these high-ranking positions and they talk to you any kind of way. They speak to you like you're you're less than. They ask you questions that are unnecessary. Just yesterday, I reported her for going into, um, for violating my HIPAA rights. The officer was also in connection to her. Matter of fact, I heard her asking him to ask me things in the background. Ask her such and such and such. Ask her this. Ask her how she knows this. Like you're dumb. You're dumb. And another thing, like some of the private investigators that she has sent towards me have actually like everybody that she has sent towards me to watch me to gather information about me. They end up liking me. They end up find, falling for me some kind of way. Now they're not stalking me just because of her, but because of their own attraction that they have now. One of them even flat out showed me their resume, that they were a PI. How dumb could you be? 2121 on the phone. One of them even showed me, like they end up telling me, the things that she sent these people to do, it doesn't work. She sent these people to sleep. A lot of them keep trying to get me pregnant. A lot of them feel like they're going to be able to sleep with me for some reason because she keeps telling people that I'm a slut and I'm not. A lot of them just end up telling me what the plan is. A lot of them end up telling me that they have diseases. She's sending people to me with diseases and they sit down and be like, man, you know what? Listen, let me, this is what's really going on. Like, so you really wasting your money. You're paying people. Matter of fact, and let me tell you, she paid my mother to watch me, paid her rent up for eight months to watch me. I left that job. I left my own stable apartment. I broke my lease. I had one more month to go in my lease, and I was initially uh, moving to another city. I had already had the apartment ready for me to move within that next month but i kept getting death threats i had everything laid out for me within that next month but i had death threats and i had to move abruptly it wasn't planned but spirit said no you need to move now you need to move now and so i moved then when i was called to but i felt like oh well i'm gonna go back to birmingham and my family, you know, is going to help me with this case. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I'm having these visions of us in a courtroom and them taking up from me. Baby, no. Do you not know none of my family helped me? Nobody in my family wanted to help me. Nobody. Would, they said, oh, damn, that's crazy. Wow. Well, just pray about it. And then they begin to say, oh, well, would you help me? Help me with my child. Could you counsel my child? He needs therapy. He needs this. He needs somebody like a big brother, big sister to talk to. 
He just needs some kind of guidance in his life. Bitch, I just told you it's the number on my head. What the fuck make you think that I want to counsel somebody? Bitch, I need counseling. What the fuck? Why are you not helping me? Nobody tried to help me fight this case. Nobody. But see, I was looking at them with the eyes that I was looking at my grandmother with. Because my grandmother would have helped me. My grandmother has always helped me. She helped me get out of the situation that I was in with my mother. Because my mother was extremely abusive. It took my skin being broken open. I was red, blue, purple, all kinds of colors. And my skin was open. Um, and there was some sort of picnic or something I had on this skirt. And my aunt asked me to do something because she didn't want her son to do to do any heavy lifting or something. Like, it was some bitch-made shit. And so, she asked me to do it, and I told her no. And she kept on t- fussing at me and telling me, you need to do this, you need to do that. Why won't you do it? And I told her, no, my body hurts. And she was fussing at me, and I just walked off. I walked off, and I got in the car. And as I got ready to get in the car, there was a split in my skirt, and she saw the bruises, and she saw my leg busted open. And then she wanted to say, oh, Jasmine. And everybody saw it, and they were just like, well, what happened? So she ended up telling my grandmother, and that's how my grandmother ended up getting protective um, custody, um, temporary custody of me. Now, if it was anybody in my family that was going to step, it was my grandmother. But see, I was looking at my family as if they were people who would step as well. But they they stepped. They stepped in the other direction, baby. They stepped away. So this is why I say, like, <laughs> ain't no fucking family. Ain't no fucking family. And then when they see me doing good, this is like some of, for some of them... <clears throat> I've noticed when they see me doing good on the internet, some of them won't even say shit. They won't like no pictures. They won't leave no comments. They won't call me and say, I saw this. They won't say nothing. But when you converse with them and you talk about, yeah, I seen your little this, that, and the other, they know about everything that I've been doing. My mother, she can't stand me, but I have been in her search history. It's been pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of my podcast. Everything that I'm doing, people are watching. But nobody says, congratulations, I'm proud of you, I'm happy for you. How can I help you with this, that, and the other? This past Christmas, people were asking me, what did I want for Christmas? And I said, oh, well, just support my business. You can just buy something for for yourself from the website. Nobody wanted to go to the website. Nobody wanted to look up my business. Nobody wanted to support my business. Instead, they started buying me what they wanted to buy me, which cost more than what would have been on the website. You could have brought a bracelet for $12, but you went and bought everything else. A gift card for Krispy Kreme. I don't eat donuts and Krispy Kreme. I never have. But this is the type of people. The other half of my um, family, they wait until they see me doing good and I post something. Then they want to comment something. Go Jazzy, this, that, and the other. Just so you can have that little 
window of opportunity in case I do make it, some shit pops off or the right person sees what I post or what it is that I'm doing. You want to say, oh, this is my cousin. This is my sister. This is my daughter, whatever. Whoop the whoop. And then you want a piece of the pie. But I've been doing all this by myself. I don't have no slices to share. And this is why God has me going through the things that I'm going through simply because he wanted to show me this is who your family is. This is who your family is. So when I get ready to take you where it is that you need to go, you need to understand that everybody can't go with you. Because the type of heart that I have when I make it, I'm the type of person where I want to make sure that everybody in my family is straight. Those that are connected to me, I want to be sure that they are straight. And God knew that. God saw that. So he had to sit me in this situation, take me back to Birmingham, take me back to where I came from. Because sometimes when we're separated from a particular person, place, or things, you know, those thoughts begin to settle in with those rose-colored glasses and we get we begin to basically um romanticize or you know paint things a particular way that they're actually not we begin to forget everything that we've gone through we begin to forget how people have treated us until you get back into that same environment and you just like it takes a split second to be like you know what this is why i left these motherfuckers alone this is why i moved away to begin with in the first place you know this is why and i had that moment abruptly i had that moment abruptly it didn't take it didn't take long for me to have that moment because i quickly began to see how these people felt about me and i'm so sensitive as an empath i'm a super empath i began to see and i can pick up on energy i can read a room in 0.5 seconds and I can tell you what a person is thinking, how they truly feel. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, what's wrong with her? Not realizing that I actually have some true gifts. That I'm able to see how it is that you feel. That I'm able to see what it is that you're thinking. Energy does not lie. You know? Energy does not lie. So I'm able to see what it is that you're feeling about me. I know that you don't really like me. I know that you can't stand that the fact that it's me and not you. I know that it's the fact that you can't stand my true potential. And you're just like, what if she actually does make it? Then I'm going to look like a failure. Or maybe I'll never measure up to her. What if she actually does blow up? What if she does actually pop off for her? She's talented in poetry and writing. She writes books. She's a motivator. She's a self-starter. She's a go-getter. But me, all I have is this. But even with all you have as that one particular thing, you can still have the potential to make it. I'm not that type of person. Like, I see, this is why, this is why God did this. Because I'm so willing to help people. Even with the small things that you have, I still would help you get to where it is that you want to be but you you and i are not the same you will see my potential and refuse to help me in hopes that i don't make it that whether or not you choose to support me go to my website it's not up to you it don't have nothing to do with you 
Yes, I would like for my family to support me. But when God is ready to do it, guess what? He going to do it. So it doesn't matter how many people you pay to tear me down. How many people, all of this, all of this is going to be for his glory in the end. I kid you not. And I guarantee you that. Because some of the greatest have stories like mine. Some of the greatest rappers, entertainers, CEOs were homeless at one point. Did not have everything that they needed at one point. Didn't have that family support at one particular time. But we have to go through these things in order to see who people truly are. Because if you have a big heart like I do, if you're willing to help people the way that I do, (laughs) you can get taken advantage of. And people are always so quick to ask for particular things, but they're never so quick to give. And if they are, it's because they want something in return. I had to be shown and reminded who my family is, even with, even with them working with the people who harmed me. I remember um, having a conversation um, a few weeks back about someone that I had talked to. I was like, guess who called me? She said, who? Such and such? She said the name of the man who raped me. And she said it like she was happy that I would have talked to him. What in the fuck? Why would I be talking to you about somebody calling me? Why would you be happy that he reached out? This like, y'all. I had to be shown. I had to be shown it. Because I literally would have tried to take them with me wherever God was taking me. I would have literally spent all that I had to make sure that they were straight. And I would have had nothing left for me. If I had anything left for me, it would have been just a little bit. Because I know how to survive with something small. And that's why God keeps blessing me. Because he sees what great of a stewardess I am with little. A lot of people like to say, oh, I'm so flashy. I have this. I have that. I have multiple homes. I have multiple cars. I have the jewelry. I have this, that, and the other. But they're unable to be humble. And they're not understanding why someone with me who's blessed with so little is so happy. It's because my happiness comes from within. Like Bob Marley was saying, money, money make you rich? No, it's what's within you. I naturally wake up happy. And even if I had a lot of money, you still would not know. Because I'm humble. I understand that God gives it and God can take it away in an instance. In an instant. Like, I've had it and I've lost it. I have. I understand that money is not everything. Yes, it can, you know, make you stable. Provide happiness for a moment. But even with you having so much money, you you still long for the things that money can't buy. So, I mean... All of this boils down to two different hearts and two different souls and two different people. Or the hearts, minds, and souls of multiple people. You know? Basically against me. My heart is pure. 
and they're doing everything that they can to make sure that it does not stay pure they want me to snap they want me to go ballistic they want to see me down they want to see me out and they will not be happy until they see it they want me out of here and even if they were to get me out of here they still would not be happy they still would not be happy because what's within them is what's causing them such unhappiness never should the downfall of another individual be reliant upon your happiness so i if you look at this person i'll be happy when this person dies or i'll be happy when this person da 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 that's what's gonna make you happy that's gonna bring you joy and fulfillment that means that something is deeply wrong with you and you're deeply invested in someone else you're spending like i'm telling you these people are spending so much money on destroying me to get information from me my story is the same story as the one with that girl jasmine and lashante i believe i'm so sorry if i pronounce her name wrong but she lost her life due to this female who had been jealous of her because um a guy ended up leaving her and this female had been following her just like she'd been following me for years. They sent someone to beat her up in a club. They sent someone else to do such and such and such and all this type of horrible stuff. And the girl was so pretty and the one, the other one, not so. My, my story is the exact same. This girl has been following me paying people to do things this girl went in and got a ppp loan and paid to have somebody kill same scenario which you know makes me speak up about my story even more it's ridiculous if someone does not want to be with you then they just don't want to be with you let it go and move on because you're stopping yourself from finding true love the true love that you actually deserve the person who's actually for you i believe that somebody has somebody out there for them some people may be called to be single but if you do have somebody that's your just for you you're not going to find them because you're so fixated on somebody else the amount of effort that this female has put into destroying my life, to destroying me, could have been put into her child or children or into this marriage. Maybe it would have lasted a little bit longer, but whatever is built on a false foundation is going to fall anyway. So you're going through great lengths, destroying yourself, your family, your lineage, um, your mental health even more you know your legacy and think about your child and your children what kind of environment they have to be in because if you like where is your attention being when is your attention being placed on your child your children your marriage and your job when it's being placed on me a hundred percent of the time if you have to go and do all of this just to hold something together or to force it baby you already lost you didn't already lost. And I pray like 
that I never get in this type of predicament that I feel like I got to go and pay people or do magic spells and all this type of stuff, black magic behind the scenes, all that witchy type of shit just to destroy someone, just to make someone be somewhere that they don't actually want to be. I pray I never get like that because that's ridiculous. That is just sad. That's just sad to be so invested in someone else's downfall. How sad could you be? You're in the business of destroying lives, but you hide behind Christianity. My mother has been yelling prayers at the top of her lungs the whole time that I had been living there. God this and God this. God that. Praise God. Praise ye the Lord. You know, praying for other people, casting out demons, this, that, and the other. But she was a demon herself, being paid to watch me. I've seen it all. That's why I, I tell you I be so strongly about this stuff with Christianity because I didn't seen it all. So many, but y'all ain't ready to talk about that. So many people hide behind Christianity and they talk about this God, this, and God, that whoop-de-whoop or I love God and you know I'm a pastor I'm a minister but those same pastors and ministers those of the church that's doing this and could appear to do no wrong be the same ones with the witchy vibes same ones with the witchy shit the negative witchy shit you know that's why I just be like I don't fuck with too many people I don't believe shit that nobody says and I second guess certain, um, you know, uh, actions because people love to give. But what's the attachment to the item that you're trying to give me? Money, too. People can transfer money into your account and put curses, try to put curses on your account to try to stop your money. I'm hip. I'm hip. Items. Spells can be attached to items. I'm hip. I know the vibes. You could be looking me in my eyes telling me you love me, but <laughs> behind the scene, you saying a prayer. Like, even her, I remember, like, I stopped eating because there was things placed in my food. I stopped eating it. And so I ordered something, and she tried to be sneaky. And see, the whole time she was talking about, oh, my hip this, I can't walk, I'm having trouble walking. But when that pizza came... She walked, she got up ever so quietly and tried to open up the door. Hi, yes, I can get it, okay. But you got up for that. And when I asked for my pizza, she held it to the side and she started speaking over it. And I was like, uh-uh. And I immediately returned it to Cinder. And guess who got sick? Not me. Touch not my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm because baby, I'm not the one that should be played with. And just like she said, she tried to curse me. And I said, okay, you do one more spell and it's going to be your last one. I am not to be played with. I am not to be played. This is why they keep doing things and going through great measures to try to take me down. Because a lot of this stuff has worked on other people, but it's not working on me. Yeah, there are certain inconveniences in my life, but I know that God is still going to level me up. For every hardship that I have gone through, I still trust God. And I know I'm still going to come out on top. I know I'm still going to come out on top. If nothing else, I still have a story to inspire the next person. 
because someone could be going through the same shit that I'm going through right now. And maybe they feel like they don't have no way out. They don't know what they're going to do. Some of them are considering going back to the same places like I was, like I did, that destroyed them. But let me tell you, you better off where you are now. Whether you don't have your own four walls, your carpet or your hardwood floors to walk on, you still better than that environment that had everything. Because there are certain there are certain environments. Let me tell y'all this, and I'm going to try to wrap it up. Because we have 4444. We was at 4404. I'm telling you I'm protected. Let me tell you, there are certain environments that you are in where people are cursed. You're not the one that's cursed. You normally get blessings. You are blessed. Okay, you're highly favored. But the moment that you get around certain people or in certain environments, it's like things just stop. And one of those reasons is yes, because people are doing certain things to you. But the other reason that I'm getting at it's because of the people that you are connected with. Some people are naturally cursed. They get their blessings from you, but what happens to you? Your shit stops. Sometimes things won't happen for you until you get out of that environment. And that happened to me. I had been applying for job after job after job after job when I was in that environment. But the moment that I got out of that environment, I applied and I immediately got interviews. It has to do with the energy you're around, the environment, the attachment, the people. Some people are destined to be cursed because of all of their bad karma that they have. Because of all of their wrong that they've done to people. That's their destiny. It's not yours. That's why certain things don't happen for you. And sometimes God won't allow certain things to happen for you until you get out of those environments. So even if you're in a situation like me. You're still more blessed than the person who has the home, who has the car, who has the job. You're still more blessed. It may not be ideal, but it's only for a moment. It's not going to be for the rest of your life. Everything that you go through is for a reason. You need to be shown certain things. You need to be you need to see certain people, how they truly are, their attitudes, their actions, what's their motive. You need to be shown certain things. God would not allow any of my blessings to come towards me because he knew the type of person that I am. I would have tried to share it with someone who was undeserving. Lo and behold, like I, I and what killed me is I was discussing with my mother because and even certain things I didn't even discuss with her. I just said in my mind, once I get out of this, I'm going to pay her rent off for such and such amount of months. But behind the scenes, she was working with my enemies. He knew I would have blessed her tremendously. And so that's why he allowed me to find out what I needed to find out, which included her admitting to doing identity theft on me. So you see, God will allow you to see what it is you need to see, hear what it is that you need to hear, just because he knows what kind of heart that you have. Everybody don't deserve your blessings. Certain things are just for you and only you. So yes, I'm grateful for everything that I've experienced, even though it's not ideal. But I needed to see what I needed to see. I hope that my story (laughs) 
as hurtful as it is, as heavy as it is, has inspired you. It's not ideal, but I understand. Like I tell you guys a million times, I understand that not everything that I go through is for me, but it's for other individuals. I've had to deal with people saying, oh, you know, domestic violence, this, that, and other would never happen to me. I would never allow a man to hit me or a woman to hit me, whatever the case may be. But you don't know what you would allow until you're in a particular situation. All of them conspired against me. They're talking about me. Oh, she say she got this business, this, that, and the other. Well, where's the money? Or she doing all of this and doing all of that. Or she had to move back in with her mom. But it's not because I fumbled the bag. It's due to domestic violence. It's due to me being heavily stalked and harassed. And these are normal cases. These are normal things that actually happen with women and men you know who have been abused and you're just trying to get away and out of that situation you go into moments like this you know it ain't it's not because i fumbled a bag or i was being irresponsible but because i was trying to protect my life y'all i'm gonna wrap it up here um, like I said, my story ain't ideal. A lot of motivational stories, you know, they're they're not ideal. We go through things that we didn't want to experience, but nevertheless, it'll help the next person. So this is my story. I am Miss J. Have an amazing day.